0: going on well congrats to Messi I mean how many years has he been playing and finally he gets a world cup championship craziness feeling better but uh not 100% website updated newsletter out December drumming continues and episode number 35 has been published folks it is Monday December 19th 2022 and I'm Steven Sirsky if you can't hear that I'm still nasally I'm still kind of a bit congested from my encounter with the virus last week. I am feeling a lot better compared to last week but I am not 100% um, especially this morning as well with the uh, uh, had some
1: well just congestion
0: overall and I did try to do a workout. I didn't do a workout this morning. I was like it's not gonna happen. Some people were saying that it took them a while to get back into the gym and I was kind of like well um, do do I want to be one of those people (laughs) or do I want to try to push through you I did try to, I did go for an afternoon workout, uh, and not as hard as, I've been running a lot slower, and uh, I noticed that, like, all my miles are taking me 10 and a half minutes or so, or almost 11 minutes, and I have no problem with that, I mean, it, it is cold outside. Um, I have, um, I think I've started also uh, running just, no, actually, sorry, it's, it's more jogging, I've, I've been more jogging, and the... My my sort of promissory note to myself, to get myself out the door, is you can run slow. It's okay. <laughs> but you still got to go for your run. Uh, did some skipping as well, and then some light uh, weight workouts as well, just to get everything sort of moving again and making sure it's not stiffening up too badly. Uh, since the... Um, you know, basically, I missed, what, most of last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, and even, well, I don't work out on Saturdays typically, so yeah, oh, I wasn't so, uh, yanny prior to recording, but, uh, now all of a sudden it is starting to hit me, and I do want to get to, get to bed, I mean, I, I do appreciate that, uh, you know, recovering from these things, you do need to, uh, get a proper amount of sleep, it's, uh, very important, because if you don't, uh, and if you're not getting good quality sleep, then you're not able to, uh, your body's not able to repair itself, and you're not able to function and think clearly. Um, Yeah, One guy was telling me that uh, he wasn't able to remember a lot or as much as he used to after COVID, so I'm not sure if that's going to hit me. I haven't tried to uh, study Chinese lately, Um, and if that's the case, I sure hope I haven't lost my Chinese progress. (laughs) That would suck. Uh did spend Saturday evening um, updating the website, so that's been updated with uh, as much as I could with uh, December drumming and all the audio blogs. I was starting to think um, I might have to change the formatting of the audio blogs, because it, it just takes me a while to get uh, get it done, and I've been telling you that I've been trying to get this thing automated. Uh, it'd be nice to, if I could get it automated, I'd keep it the way it is, uh, but uh that'd be the case... Hmm. since I haven't been able to get it automated, um, I want to be able to um, simplify my life a little bit and make sure that it's it can get updated a lot quicker rather than taking two or three hours of my life every week uh, just to update a week's worth of uh, um, materials, right? And it's like you, you kind of wonder, well, why, why don't you just do it as you go? Because it's another little dipsy-doodle thingy that you have to do. Uh that's more suited to doing in bulk than it is on a one by one basis now, if I could if I could somehow trigger it so it would automatically update my website, that would be great. oh speaking of which um if you were I was actually notified of this on Saturday, I guess it was that my website was experiencing a bit of an attack, and I guess there was a some sort of d n s hack or attack or whatever. Uh, I had some old plugins on the uh, website so I had to go in there and uh move things around, delete a bunch of things. I inactivated a few things, I deleted some others. Uh so if you had any issues accessing the website, uh that should be cleaned up by now. Um I, I ran all the thing is like I ran a bunch of malware um uh, scans on it like the Google one there is a security one there is a word fence scan that i ran and they were all coming back negative they're all saying there's no malware here and i guess what was happening is that the uh, one of the old plugins was being sort of um infiltrated and that led to it uh redirecting so if you went to google and you clicked on my website um if you clicked on the homepage it would redirect to another spam site and i don't like that happening to my site i'd kind of, kind of like my site to be very you know just me that's it, you know that no, no spammy spam spam, um, and so that I had to fig- I actually had to do that rather quickly because I'm like I'm not sure how fast this thing can go down uh, if that's the case, and I don't know how long that was happening because I don't regularly google my name, so uh thank you for alerting me to that uh, on that issue uh that being the case, I also updated uh, December drumming, I have a bunch of tracks um. I did not post this weekend's tracks, of all things. I'm just remembering that. Now, I did finish these tracks, but publishing them, uh, I've been slow to do that um, because also on Saturday, <laughs> I switched service providers. I threw in the towel with uh, Espresso, Expresso, whatever you want to call it, o, ExpressVPN, and I have gone over to Astral. So, um, And already the connections are far better, far better. Um, less complicated than I thought it would be and I figured for all the time I spent researching and looking into other ways of connecting and uh, everything it just wasn't it was like well why don't I pay someone to do this for me like if I had a you know, if I have a business if I had an office if I had a, a tech guy how much would I pay this guy to take care of this sort of thing it's like well you know would you know, like a couple hundred bucks a year suit and be like yeah that's cheap <laughs> So I did, and that's how much it was. I mean, that wasn't cheap—not uh, like uh, Express, but at the same time, um, it works, and it seems to be what, the one that a lot of people use. So uh, it's hard to argue. It's just that Express became unusable. Uh, there, there's been so many issues. It hasn't. It, all, it didn't connect all last week, and that, that that made me really fed up when I was sick and I was trying to, you know, just connect to the outside world for a little bit. And I wasn't able to. That was like, all right, you know. What? And it waited, and it it just wouldn't fix. They wouldn't update, and they were uh, very delayed in getting back, uh, like in getting new update updates released. So six long years, seven long years, long time I've been using that company. Um, so it's a little bit disappointing to see that they uh, they went out that way, but. Um, Uh, There's not too much I can do with it anyway. uh, So I did switch uh, service providers and it seems to be working a lot better. Was thinking about getting back into uh, live streaming, but I'll tell you, it's kind of nice not live streaming because I do have to set up all that stuff every single day Uh, since I don't live in an actual studio um, and I don't have a place for an actual studio setup. um, I have to set up and tear down the stuff, which kind of takes the fun out of Doing a lot of this stuff, and if there's one thing that um, you do have to make, you have to make your life easy, right? You you have to you you can't be fighting the same battle every single day if you want to be creative, if you want to be consistent in your production like that. So if you're always having to set up the, it's like I'm reminded of when I was drumming back in Canada. That I would have to—I like, didn't mind playing shows, and I didn't mind playing out or having practice. But since I lived up on, the, I lived up on the, in the attic, the drums had to go up there. So I'd practice from you know Monday to uh, maybe Friday or Saturday, and then Friday night or Saturday night, those drums would get torn down, moved down the stairs into the car, over to the show, set up again, back into the car late at night, of course. And then back home, up the stairs, uh, and then uh, reset them up again. Now, mm-hmm. luckily, as i gone on my drumming career, I was able to afford two kits. And so I could have one set up. But the problem with that is that then you don't know all the problems that are going on in transport of your equipment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it actually happened that on Sunday nights, I, start, I joined another band. And so I had to move the the kit to another place as well. So things like that, it kind of takes the fun out of it. it and that's why I, I I always kind of wondered why a lot of drummers would have three four kits. I'm like, how could you how could you afford that? I'm like, well, you you spend the money when your job is moving is playing drums. So you have a kit ready to go. You have a kit that's practice, and you have a kit that's at another uh, location. So you know at the, maybe at the studio or something like that. So. Now, I don't play drum, physical drums anymore, sadly. Um, I, I can't say I miss it too much, to tell you the truth. Uh, but I do play, of course, with this December drumming. I'm doing a lot of uh, electric work, a lot of uh, digital work as well. Uh, so uh, it's it's changed a little bit. It's a little bit more, obviously, a lot more convenient, a lot more uh, volume-controllable. Volume um, and uh, it's... Like, I... I, I am i a drummer i guess because i'm still drumming uh i do i identify more as a musician like just as someone as a creative musician who is generating this sort of these sounds and, and i although my specialty is drumming uh, as no doubt you can tell uh because i can't play guitar uh, piano is not so bad i can string the, together a few um uh notes and chords and whatever it is together, but I mean I can't talk theory uh, and I don't really care to, to tell you the truth, but with drumming um it's uh, always been something that's sort of a little bit easy has has come easy to me i'd get I'd say I have thought about getting back into it, but again, just the the costs here in Beijing to get a studio, where it have to be um, it doesn't really lend itself to being a very convenient sort of instrument to be playing. Now that being the case, since I work at home now, there has been that sort of idea of being able to move far outside of the uh, the city, the city center, like get out into the suburbs and setting up a studio there. Uh, that's been an idea, but then you're way out there and you, you are living what you are doing basically because <laughs> there's very little else out, uh, to do out there uh especially if you don't have a car or a scooter to to get around to the 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 like the the nearest convenience store anyway I uh, also sent out the latest newsletter i f- didn't get a chance to record the uh, mp3 file until this morning but the letter was written over this weekend and i finally sent it out this morning so uh if you've uh, had a, had a chance to take a look at that uh been thinking about the different sort of ways i can take that uh newsletter uh going forward um Again, whether or not it would be something that I'd really want to monetize, I don't think I could, to tell you the truth. I'm uh, not really, I'm more interested in just figuring out how it all works, because I've never had a newsletter before, I've had a blog for a very long time, but newsletter, newsletter writing is something that's new to me. Uh, I, I'm fully aware of what these things are, and I've read my fair share, and I've unsubscribed and finally set up a dummy account that sends all the crap to it right i mean so if this is a newsletter that's going to your dummy account i mean i understand that it's a um i hope not um but i also understand that in these early sort of months and the early writings uh i am still sort of figuring out uh, just exactly what i want to do with that uh, newsletter <coughs> excuse me yes yeah, so i am still coughing as you can tell uh still kind of recovering um, not bad, but um, it's one of these things where um, the mornings are a little bit different than uh, later on in the day once everything sort of clears up and you've had some time to, uh, you know, recuperate a little bit, I guess you could say. Uh, that being the case, uh, episode number 35, of The Big Cast, finally. <laughs> I actually yeah, posted it on, I did, remember last Tuesday when I said, eh, I'll get to it tomorrow, that I never did because I fell ill for three days. I actually uh, at the same time like the internet stopped working for me as well, and I uh, f- managed to finally publish it on Saturday, thinking that okay I'll have to cut up all these other clips and everything. So I have created a, a few clips. Um, I'm going to post those. Uh, you can pay, uh, follow um, or stay tuned after this uh, after today's episode, and I will uh, post that uh, the episode number thirty five uh, clip. ...right after this episode. Uh, for December drumming, I will post that in a separate clip today... ...in a separate uh, um, posting. Uh, so whenever um, I finally get around to uploading December nineteenth track... ...it's been exported, I just got to do it... ...like actually upload it. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, that way, there's no confusion. It won't be so intimidating to people who are, aren't uh, really familiar... ...with how this uh, uh, is all sort of put together... It's a little bit easier to focus, you know, you know, you have the daily audio podcast and you have an interview clip, that's it, all of a sudden you throw in a music track and people are like, what's, what's going on in this thing? This thing is all over the place, and I know it is, and that's what the, it's an audio experience. I actually, I avoided calling it an audio experience because there are too many other people who call their podcasts, um, and big names, of course, like I'm talking Joe Rogan and Gary V, you know, where they have these uh, sort of the audio experience or whatever it is and stuff like that. Um, or the Joe Rogan Experience and Gary Vee Experience. I'm like, you know, I think it's been done. It's good for them. Good. Um, call it what it is. It's a podcast. And what have I called it? I've called it an audio digest, an audio blog. I've complicated it with way too many words that people don't even want to say to tell you the truth. <laughs> anyway, episode number 35 is with uh, fellow expat uh, Tatiana. She is a blogger, podcaster, and event coordinator here in Beijing as well. She's been here since 2019, so she's only experienced China <laughs> through the pandemic. <laughs> I think she had about six months before the pandemic kicked off in uh, 2019 end of 2019, beginning of 2020, uh, where she sort of had a, a bit of a normal life here. She used to be in Zhengzhou, um, and now she's she in Zhengzhou be, before she came to Beijing, and now she's been in Beijing for the last couple of years. Uh, but we uh, recorded this episode back uh, in the sort of the, the twilight days of um, uh, lockdowns and stuff like that. So this was back on November 22nd when... Uh my building was under lockdown for about seven hours, and so I was kind of distracted from that because I was recording this episode um and it's taken me this long to get used to to, to get it published because of course in that time I had a few other things going on uh so this episode um just over two hours long is available on uh, spotify apple um Google, and even Amazon, I think, is now listing it as well. So that's, if you uh, listen to anything through, I think it's Audible or Amazon Music. I think that's uh, where you can find it as well. Um, we talk a lot about uh, some of the things that, you know, have brought, brought us to here in Beijing, what brought us here, where else she was going to go as well, and some of the uh, uh, large social issues that she uh, is involved in, uh, notably Black History Month, Women's History Month, um, and a lot others, she runs these events, uh, I'm not sure if you've uh, seen her events before, Hopelessly, Tatiana, that's the girl, so that's, uh, she's the one who puts that on, and she is uh, my guest for episode number 35 of my big podcast, alright folks, <clears throat> my voice is turning to go, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave uh, you with this clip from episode number 35 with Tatiana. And I hope you guys enjoy that. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensterski.com. Thanks for listening. Hope you're uh, warm and well out there and able to uh, (coughs) keep this virus away. Can you believe it? Only one more week until Christmas. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.
1: When you go to other countries, those laws don't exist. And then you're also a foreigner, so there's even less protection. Um, So you have to worry about stuff like that. And then just culturally, how will you be treated? How will you be accepted? How will you be taken? Um, You don't really want to go someplace where people fetishize you or where people view you as a potential threat. So it's just kind of things you have to weigh when when traveling and figuring out what to work.
2: So, okay, so you mentioned South Korea. Uh, that didn't work out. China did. Where else were you thinking yeah. of going?
1: I don't really know yet. I've got a couple of places in mind. Um, well, what but what about a couple of years ago when you I were would.
2: applying, Like when you were thinking of first going to China, what, what were the other options?
1: Honestly, my brain was very much China or South Korea. Because um, right. I've had that, like, I'd have that, like, oh, the Peace Corps was going to send you and you couldn't go. You should go complete that in my brain. And then South Korea was just some place I'd heard was friendly to black people. Um, But those are the two places in my brain that were the most, like, popping. Then there was also Thailand because uh, in undergrad, I was very uh, into trying to work with organizations to prevent sex trafficking. So going to Thailand was kind of like, I would love to go there and work with the girls and help save people. And I have learned that as I get older, the more dangerous that sounds and the more, the less I want to do it. (laughs) There's something about being in your 20s that like (laughs) makes you fearless.
2: (laughs) You don't know, like you don't know all the uh, the the concerns, and that that's actually a good thing because in your 20s you do take these risks, and somehow the world protects a lot of what you do. Now there's some stupid things you can do as well, but I mean a lot of times you you know enough to get yourself into trouble, but you're dumb enough to also get yourself out of trouble because they're like this guy, this person that actually has no idea what they're doing either. Um, what's what has pushed you into this uh, to look at these issues to broadcast about them, and then on continue the dialogue and expose the dialogue here in China as well.
1: Uh, well, the Women's History Month calendar was the first calendar I ever did, <clears throat> and I think it was just kind of, hey, let's let's talk about this stuff. I, I wanted to know more, and I was like, well, I'll I'll do this research and I'll tell people about it, and we can learn together. And then after that, it just kind of became. What other issues do I feel like we need to talk about? I'm very keen on not being pigeonholed. So I don't want anyone to ever be like, oh, this is feminism or this is like only black people or only for people who like, I don't, I don't, we are not one dimensional people. We're not one dimensional creatures. So the idea that there's only one thing that matters to us is farcical. So I kind of want to promote anything that could impact someone or could help someone. A lot of the issues impact me directly because I'm I'm looking up stuff, but some stuff is just for others. Like I'm not a man, but I do believe we should talk about men's, men's health. Like I have male friends. I love them. I have a brother. I don't want anything bad to happen. So like it's about being able to connect and raise awareness, but also the understanding that if we talk about these things, the conversations become less taboo. Like the suicide one was a bigger one because it was kind of, I had planned on doing an episode for that like a couple of years ago and it was so hard. It was so hard. I did the research for it and it was depressing. Like I just, the statistics, I didn't anticipate them. Like I went in with this preconceived notion of who was at most at risk for suicide. And it blew my mind that it was white men in their forties like late thirties, forties, early fifties like this like 20 year bracket blew my mind. And I was like, really? And but because when you when at least in America when we talk about suicide we're always talking about teenagers. They are the they're one of the smallest groups that commit suicide. Now I understand because if you're like seven sixteen seventeen you haven't lived so it's a huge deal don't die. Um, but it's it's crazy to think that people in their forties we're not even addressing it. We're just like ah eh, well, I mean it's bad don't do it. But and on I I guess I, I just found out that on Sunday that um. Frank, uh, the the guy from Power Rangers. Um, the Green Power the, Ranger,
2: yeah. Uh, yes, I, I can Frank is his last name. I know he got divorced yes. a Jason, couple months Jason, ago. Apparently, Jason, Jason. Frank. Yeah. Yes. And but like, uh, um, they didn't say why he died, or at least the the reports didn't say, but uh, highly suspect that it wasn't
1: an accident. Yeah, somebody mentioned that they believed it was suicide, and I was like, it. But he's in the bracket, like he's in that age bracket, and it's. We just don't talk about it. We do not talk enough about the real life impacts of this and what it's like, Or, and because we don't talk about it, when people have those thoughts, they don't share them. And I feel like that's something I, I don't like. I don't like the idea that you believe you suffer in silence. I've said this many, many times, but the cruelest trick your mind plays on you is that you are by yourself. It is the cruelest trick it plays. It is, it's absolute poppycock, you are not alone. There are very few things that are happening to you specifically and have never happened to anyone else in the history of existence. Very few. So, the idea that you can become so convinced that no one can understand you that you shut yourself off, a lot of that just comes from us not talking about things. So, I, I guess I, I want to try a normal.